0: Hello, you little sashimis, and welcome to episode 60, I think, of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by my blogging partner, Renee. What's up, guys? And our producer, Carrie.
1: Woo! I'm drinking bourbon.
0: Woo! How are (laughs) y'all? What are y'all up to, what we're doing?
1: Drinking bourbon?
0: (laughs) Well, obviously. But, uh, cool. I guess that's what we're up to, drinking bourbon. Um... Well, we had a good time on our last episode, It was mm-hmm. just the three of us, but um, mm-hmm. this week we're back on that guest train, and what a guest it is, calling all the way in from Tokyo, Japan. We're very excited to welcome the OG back to the show. It's our boy, Nate Dog, Nate Foshiggity.
2: The bearded bourbon uh, air himself.
3: He was bearded now, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: it's
1: m- mustachioed bourbon air.
0: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was just getting ready to, I have written down in my notes, it's so good to see your mustachioed face.
3: Yeah. I got, uh, I got hella clout in the Air Force right now for my mustache, so. I bet. It's I mean, like, nice. that's,
1: that's some RAF level mustache going <laughs> on right there. I'm serious, man. That's, that's, that's not even American. That's not even an American Air Force mustache. That's like RAF level.
0: Well, we've been trying to get you on the show for a little bit now, mm-hmm. but you know, kind of hard to sync up your schedules when you're like, what, 13 or 14 hours apart.
3: It uh, okay. depends on D, uh, D, yeah, the 13 hours ahead right now, and it'll be 14 hours ahead in the fall.
0: I can't remember that, so <laughs> well, sorry. <what? laughs>
2: podcast number 60, what what best one to have him on?
0: Yeah, I think it's number 60. I might have made that number up. I don't really know.
1: I had to go back and look.
0: Uh, that feels right. It feels right, and I'm going to go mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, we're so happy that you're here with us again, and we can't wait to hear all about Japan Got so much to get to today, but first, if you work in the restaurant industry or you have a food blog or anything related to food, let us know. We'd love to have you on the podcast. You can slide into our DMs on Twitter and Instagram at KY or you can email us. We're HungryAndKY at com. We can also do Skype or Facebook Messenger calls, too, if you're not local and you want to be on with us. We on Skype right now, son. That's right. Mm-hmm. We ain't on Zoom, though. I can tell you that right now. We ain't ever going to be on there. Get out of here, Zoom. Nobody wants you. We'll do Teams. We'll do whatever else. WebEx. No, we won't do that. That's terrible. <laughs> I did that one too. It was awful. <laughs> I was like, what kind of screwed up crap is this? It's terrible. But, um, you know, whatever. It's the usual spiel. We're not doing it. and I don't care what you got to say about it. So, there's that. But, yeah, if you want to be on with us, you can be on with us. We'll make it happen. So, what y'all been up to? Fam.
1: Drinking bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically Sunday yeah. I did. Yeah. 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 But actually, I mean, this week is much busier week than last week. Oh, yeah. I got something every day this week.
0: Wow, brag.
1: Except Monday. I didn't have anything yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: I'm glad you enjoyed that one day off.
1: Yeah, it was nice.
0: Um Yes, as you know had to record Girl Spear Sports. On Mondays, I yeah. Mean, we.
1: That's right. Because mm-hmm. we, we moved it to Sundays. So yeah. yes, now my my Mondays are oddly free and it feels weird.
0: What are you going to do with yourself?
1: Uh, nothing. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> um,
2: well, I was excited that the guys from Bourbons, Bourbon and Bad Opinions enjoyed my cookies.
1: They loved them. They yeah. were real down with those cookies. They mm-hmm. were delicious. You need to make some and send them to
3: Nate. You know how long it takes for shit to actually get here, though? It
0: takes. For- <laughs> I feel like the cookies will be awful. Three months later, <laughs> <laughs> right? melted chocolate oatmeal cookies show up. <laughs> they were good cookies, though, Renee. Good job. Thank you. Uh, Renee and I went to Crave on Saturday, the Bonly. Crave Food and Music Festival. Um, to quote Food Network personality in London, Kentucky's mm-hmm. own chef Jason Smith. It was, quote, so hot it felt like we had Satan's balls sitting on our faces, end quote. That's why
1: I declined to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wish we could have gone on Sunday because it was a lot cooler.
3: Those french fries though, that you guys had looked ridiculous. They were good. So they were
0: good. They were good. Was good. Mm-hmm. That was a uh, Fry Daddy's food mm-hmm. truck. I think it's out of Louisville. So if you're in Louisville, go check them out. You could, you
2: could pick what protein you wanted You could pick what kind of sauce you wanted And they just dumped everything on top of fries Like I can't see that being a bad thing
0: Yeah, what sauce oh. did you have on yours? I can't remember Teriyaki Teriyaki
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, and you had the yum yum sauce Mm-hmm. It's with yeah. Some little
0: shrimps Yep <laughs> Some shrimps Uh, we saw our friends Cassandra and Amanda. Um, that's Sans Healthy Choices and Graze with AK. Um, they've been on the podcast, so Mm -hmm. go check out that episode. Uh, we also saw our other very good friend Danielle, AKA the inebriated baker. Mm -hmm. She's been on 1400 episodes of this podcast, so check them all out.
2: And we're going to have her on again here shortly, so that'll be 1401. Yeah,
0: so lots of uh, friends of the show out there. Uh, Slinging their stuff around. That was pretty good. Of course, we got cupcakes mm-hmm. and they were very good. I got that lemon drop one. It's probably my favorite one she makes. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. well, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We had the Fried Daddy's food truck. I had mm-hmm. that Cuban sandwich that won the Cuban sandwich cook off at. Rock House a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. from Cuban Corner.
1: That thing looked humongous. It
0: was. It was.
2: And that, it's only been open six months, and it's off Lee's Town Road. I need to get I, it's there. Le, it's legit. Yep. The guy is actually from Cuba.
1: Every time John is working on the weekend, I think, oh, man, I should go out there for lunch. And then I'm like, oh, it's all the way on Least oh, Town Road.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah
2: he actually imports a lot of his stuff from miami yeah oh wow okay so like you're getting as legit he said that this would actually be the sandwich you would get if you were in
1: cuba i gotta get over there yeah Yeah. so it's like
2: legit
0: it had chorizo on it that they said Mm -hmm. that they made it in cuba before fidel castro came into power and Mm -hmm. he wouldn't let them make it after he came into power, so now it's only made in Miami. So
1: it's like a recipe or whatever. I guess, yeah. I would, or a th-
0: certain kind of people that made it. I'm well, not sure. I
1: wouldn't think tonic. it would be the same chorizo from like 1962. Well,
0: I
2: that think would the be same, like, like recipe or whatever. Okay, that's, yeah. I would yeah. think it'd be like friendship bread where you just keep
1: passing, <laughs> passing <laughs> on little bits and just <laughs>
2: adding it.
1: I mean, there's you know, dried, dried, salted, cured meats last a long time, but yeah. I mean, that's, that's a little that's, a, that's, that's that might be a little it. past the
0: I found that interesting though. Yeah, that that was forbidden. Meat in the Castro era, so yeah. Now we're getting to eat it here in Lexington, so yeah. Well, Wait about until that. you
2: come home, Nate. You can have some of the some uh, Cuban corn.
0: You're gonna have some uh, Castro's meat. You know what I'm saying. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and Carrie went to Bear and the Butcher. It's always a mm-hmm. good time. Mm-hmm. I got a new drink. It's called the Miss Daisy.
1: It was tasty. I it had was... a little, I had a little sampler of it. What's in the Miss Daisy?
0: It has a, it's a frozen concoction. It has Chardonnay, peach schnapps, lemon juice, and then pureed mango and peach. Mm-hmm. That sounds fancy. That was good. Very bougie. Very fruity. I was into it.
3: Sounds like, sounds like diabetes. <laughs> That's oh, a lot sure. of sugar.
0: For oh. sure. I, for real, thought you were going to say sounds like a diaper, but, you know, <laughs> I was going to disagree. <laughs> <A> tasty diaper. <laughs> I've missed this. Uh Yes. I also I went to Louisville a couple weekends ago with a friend of the show Brett, mm-hmm. and we saw a movie retrospective and Q and A with America's favorite screen, scream queen Linnea Quigley, Can who you say nobody that 10 knows. Times fast? God no, <laughs> but uh, that was very unique and fun. Um, she hadn't seen a lot of these movies since she made them, so it was really funny to like watch her watch clips of them, and she was like, "Oh, I don't remember this. That's wild. That's me." <laughs> That's crazy. Like that was really funny. And she's uh, Brett's favorite actress, so he was fanboying quite a bit, and that made me happy to see. So I I like it. My friends are happy. Also, we learned a very important lesson. You can't be eating at the Waffle House after midnight inside. Like the hell.
3: That doesn't make any sense.
0: I know. Like why they I, I guess because of COVID. I don't know. You can only get I don't it. Get it. You can only get COVID at night, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't know. We got shoot out of three of them. so Don't even try, guys. <laughs> Learn from me and my mistakes.
1: They don't have Waffle House in Japan, do they? Or
3: do they? They don't. They oh. don't. They got Denny's. Yeah, I what, Grand Slam Denny's Breakfast? Do they have... Oh, it's trash. Oh, Grand <laughs> Slam Breakfast? They don't out of here? They shit. So
0: <laughs>
3: but close. do they have
0: Moons Over Miami? Whatever that's called. Well, they tore down the Denny's here, yeah. so it's not who here cares? Anymore. Yeah, we're Denny's list Yeah. No one cares anymore. No, wait, what is
1: that on Newtown Pike? Is that a Perkins or a Denny's? It's a Perkins.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
2: No, there are Denny's. Is Pike. it still open?
1: No, out on Newtown Pike. Yeah. I haven't been down Newtown Pike. I had to go look.
2: They just yeah, I just know I thought we only had one Perkins and it was over there by uh, Home Depot and no, that's gone. Yeah. yeah, that's gone.
1: No, but I'm saying there's either a Denny's or a Perkins, and I think there's still the one. The only one in town is on Newtown Pike. If uh, it's still it, there,
0: I'll take your word for yeah. it. I? I don't go over there. Oh yeah, Carrie, you went to go see the Black Crow.
1: I did. That was fun. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: and uh, you can hear all about that on uh, episode 281 of, of Girls Beer Sports, and that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> yeah, it's a good
0: one. It's a very good one. So yeah listen to it that's all i got to say i'm a plug it i'm on it
1: that's right you're the newest co-host member
0: and i just really enable lauren to just say dirty jokes all the time i'm fine with it she's a dirty mind you would never know all right well let's quickly let's jump into like an everybody tries segment here real quick um in honor of having dear old Nate on the show with us, I thought it would be fun for us to snack on some Japanese snacks. So, well, yeah. you know, the ones I could find at Kroger.
1: But. Right, because we do have an Asian market it's in very, Lexington. And I didn't go to but it. But Sarah did not go to it.
0: It's out of yeah. the way.
1: It's not that far out of the way.
0: Uh, during rush hour at 530, it's way out of the way. You know, I love you, Nate, but I don't love you that much. So, sorry. not um, so, I definitely knew we had to have some Pockies, um, which are, if you don't know what Pockies are, they're the little thin, hard breadstick-looking thingies, and they got, um, different, they're, they're kind of sweetened, and then they got different kinds of candy coating on them. I got some strawberry ones and some chocolate ones. Um, I've been snacking i the, the chocolate the, ones. They're really good.
3: The cookies and cream and the strawberry one, I think are probably by far the best. Like, the ones that are, like, chocolate, I think are just straight-ass cheeks, but,
0: <laughs> I do like the cookies and cream one. I'd like the matcha ones too, but I can't eat a lot of them at once because they're kind of real sweet. Mm-hmm. But they are good. That's record. fair. All right. those are the only ones I've had. So I don't know. You had any other ones, Nate?
3: Uh, no. It's really just like chocolate, strawberry, cookies and cream. To be honest, with you, they sell more pockets at uh, the base exchange or mm-hmm. the shop at gas station on base. They sell more of those on base than they do uh, outside in Japan. Interesting. Because Japan like there's more Japan really likes Kit Kats. I lot. not know why. I only have like I think one one kind of Kit Kat. No I got two. I got a couple. So they've got I don't know if you can see it mm-hmm. an apple Kit Kat. Oh sick. And then they, they got Peach Parfait Kit Kat.
2: I was going to say, if you get on the website, somebody was looking at this the other day, they make a ridiculous amount of flavors of Kit Kats, and we only got, like, a few here in the States. I'm like, hey, there's, like, a ton I would try.
3: Yeah. They've got, like, an actual Kit Kat, uh, like, store. It's, I mean, it's all it is is Kit Kats, and they've probably got, there's got to be two, three hundred flavors. I mean, like, there's, like, buffalo wings, or it's, like. Ghost chili pepper. There's all kinds of crazy like flavors are insane. There's no reason to have that many cat flavors, but (laughs) they got them.
0: Well, I mean, there's a reason you gotta try them all. So that's the reason God put them on this earth.
3: Damn, I got sick of trying Kit Kats probably like three weeks in. (laughs) That's fair.
0: Do you have a favorite of the ones you tried? That Uh, are
3: probably. Uh. They have one that's like a, I'm trying to think of what it is. It's a, it's a real fancy one. It's like some sort of like cognac or some sort of like, it's like rum, like it's either rum or cognac with like raisin. And it's like this, it's very, uh, it's very alcoholish. Mm-hmm. So if you don't really like alcohol, you probably wouldn't like it, but it's got like such a good flavor for me. That's probably been my favorite one, but they're really, they're like especially packed so they're a little more expensive too but
0: makes I mean, sense yeah that makes sense awesome we also got some uh calbee shrimp chips which got the sale of approval from or did they get the sale of approval from you i don't remember
3: i actually like i like the, I like the brand so like they make so many different kinds of snacks so far my favorite part my favorite chip thing that they have is like a pizza chip they uh-huh. have a pizza chip and then they uh like a seaweed chip okay it's like seaweed flavored the seaweed chip uh but those two are probably my favorite the shrimp ones i like uh probably they're like my top 10 out of like the million flavors of kalbi chips that they have that's kalbi whichever
0: yeah i don't know how you say them
1: yeah, because when when guessing. Sarah opened them and she was like, "Holy crap!" and I'm eating them, I'm I dig them, I like them. Yeah,
0: they taste good. It just smelled like a fish market whenever I <laughs> opened the bag, like right up in my face. <laughs>
3: oh man, that's a uh, that's pungent almost. It's just like this really strong, like sort of I don't know. I guess fish. I don't I don't know if that's like what shrimp actually smells like when you just pull it out the fucking ocean. But apparently, that's. That's the smell. It's, I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, it definitely it, smells like shrimp, like fresh shrimp mm-hmm. for I, sure.
1: It, I thought so. it smelled like fish food a little bit, like the dry fish food flakes.
3: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's probably. Honestly, it probably smells like uh, bonita flakes, mm-hmm. like the fish flakes. Yes. Put on your fish, straight. It it smells and tastes like a tackle box. Like it literally, like <laughs> just like like the fish that you caught like, inside of a box, and it was just there for a couple of weeks. So it's like, that's what it smells and tastes like. But it makes food great. I don't, whatever, I mean, it adds a, a very uh, fish flavor the yeah. time it's on.
1: I actually don't think it's super fishy at all. I get a little, little bit, little shrimp, but yeah. they're not, they're pretty good. It they're smells dead. worse than it tastes. Yeah, I would totally. Love, yeah. That's what he said. Yeah.
0: It um, reminds, uh,
3: reminds me of chicken biscuits, like the chicken biscuit, like the chicken flavored uh, crackers. It's like yeah. the same. It's like this. It's like, God oh, damn, that smell. It smells just like cheap ramen, like the chicken packs of ramen, or like yeah. bouillon. It's it's not, but it's the taste isn't as bad. So, yeah. take that for what it's worth. I suppose.
1: Yeah, if you can get past the smell, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a lingering smell, but they taste really. I good. I think they taste good. I'm yeah, them. I'm, I'm into them too. I'm into them. I'm, I'm in digging them. Pocky is just as delicious as normal. So. Have you had Pocky before, Renee? You have, haven't you?
2: Yeah, I think we had it. We had it with something something else, but no, they're delicious. I really like
0: these. Yeah, they're pretty good. And you can find them at uh, the Kroger's. So go check them out. Or at an actual Asian market, I'm sure, too. But, you know, can't be going there. That's out of the way.
2: Let's see. It's six grams of fat for 16 pieces. So as far as, as far as, like, candy goes, that's not Awful.
0: Yeah, it could be worse, I suppose. Mm-hmm. All right, so what's going on with Nathan Collins? Mm-hmm. Tell us all about it. I got to know.
3: So, I mean, what, where do you want me to start? Like, what's what's like the, as far as things that you would like to know, where, like, what would you like to know?
0: I got <laughs> like, lots of questions. Like, yes. Uh, what's it like living on the military base during the pandemic? I mean, or just in general, you know, whatever.
3: Honestly, living on a military base, not that bad. Uh, the only thing that sucks about Japan is that we're uh, we have curfew from zero one to zero five, so and you're not allowed to drink off base after midnight. So that kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. So that's that's because uh, it's because of some military incidents, uh, name you some Marines uh, that had caused some problems around in like Okinawa, Tokyo, Atsugi, like places like that. So uh, Marines kind of ruined it for us. I'll be honest with you. Rude.
2: <laughs> Those Marines
0: can't do anything with them. No.
2: can't take them anywhere. You, you really
3: can't.
0: You really can't. <laughs> I mean, well, that kind of answers my other, my next question. Uh, have you been off the base any at all since you've been there? If so, where you be going?
3: I have been so many places. It's it's sort of crazy. So it's uh, so when I first got here, it was really about going downtown and going into Tokyo. Uh, going to like Shibuya, Shinjuku, Roppongi, uh, Akihabara, exploring sort of, uh, the, sort of the culture. But it was only for a short amount of time we could do that. Uh, and then COVID sort of picked back up. So we had about two months of absolute freedom. And then it shut down for a little bit. And then it reopened back up. And they just recently uh, put back on the state of emergency. So we're not allowed in downtown at the moment.
0: Oh, that sucks.
3: Uh, so it's I've been to uh, so like the biggest like the biggest cities, obviously in, uh, in Tokyo, are like Shinjuku, Shibuya, Roppongi, uh, places like that. But then they've also got like the river that runs through Asakusa. It's it's really pretty, especially in the uh, you can see the uh, sakura bloom uh, bloom around that time. So it's really uh, along the river. So it's really nice. Uh, but then, so here since I can't. We can't go downtown to the to the city. I've been going a lot more like going hiking, uh, more west Tokyo. So I'll go to like Okutama. There's lots of lots of mountains, rivers, lakes, all kinds of really really nice stuff to see. So uh, you see monkeys just running around doing their thing. It's the weirdest weirdest thing. So it's like imagine imagine you're just at like uh, imagine you're just like at the Kentucky River. And you're just, you know, looking over, like, say you're, it's a, uh, yeah, you're just looking over the Kentucky River, you're like, man, that's, uh, that's some shitty looking water. But then there's a fucking monkey that just comes out of me, <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, shit, there's a monkey.
2: <laughs> so instead of, like, back home, you seen a deer, having a deer sighting, it's a monkey sighting.
3: That's actually real similar, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we were just walking along the path, and I saw one monkey, and I was like, oh, shit, there's a monkey. Well, then, here comes, like, 15 other monkeys with some babies riding on so that's kind of how it works with monkeys, I guess. Like a baby, like right on the back hindquarters. Uh, okay, it's so sort of wild. <laughs> <laughs> so sort of wild. wild.
1: Did you go up to that hot spring where the monkeys bathe in, or is that in a different part of the country?
3: It's so it's it's here, but I have not been there yet. That's uh, I think it's a couple hours north, on top of a couple of the mountains that are close, like uh, Mounts Acal, and then. Matake, they both have monkeys like closer to the top. Especially Takao has like an in, in, like an enclosure that's got a lot of monkeys that you can go see. But it's honestly, I really want nothing to do with the monkeys.
0: There's a lot of monkey talk going on for someone that doesn't care about them so much.
3: I mean, you know, imagine you are just walking along the road. <laughs> I wish everyone could see my hands because I'm literally like this fucking close to this monkey. He's like a I go away. one yeah. bite. Yeah. Looking at it, I'm like, hey. So you don't have to. You ain't got to be mean to me. Like you ain't got to attack me. You we know, weird, you know. Yeah. It's Like that's my cousin. Like I can't. You
1: know. <laughs> I'm sure they're used to seeing humans at this point too, yeah. and things like that. So they 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 got it figured out.
3: Yeah. Uh, you guys ain't gonna bother us.
0: <laughs> exactly. They're like birds. They're just used to people probably. Well, them
1: and, and all, all, also I was gonna say if they, if you don't got no food, they don't want to know you, right?
3: They really. It was weird because we were just walk by them like it was nothing, and they they just sat there chilling. There they didn't smart. think anything of us. There's like four or five little babies. Little baby monkeys are super cute, but apparently the way I, I guess they'll they'll steal stuff from you if you let them. Like if you get close enough to them and you try to like uh, associate with them, they'll so try to take a shit. So
2: favors,
3: yeah. You know, I don't need any fevery in my life right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't blame you. I,
2: so, since you've been over there, have you gotten to try some new food that you had never had before?
3: I've tried so many weird things, <laughs> like all kinds of things that I I would try, like uh, probably like I tried sea urchins.
0: Ooh,
3: that's that's dumb. I don't know why anyone ever wants that. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, I'd try like, it. uh Unagi, uh, so eel, that's eel. That's it it just honestly it crumbles in your mouth sort of like a, it tastes good it's good there's a consistency it's like slimy and then it feels like you're like chewing on some sort of powder like a fine powder it just turns into powder in your mouth it's just it's a weird
2: that's weird
3: it's a weird yeah you know I don't it's one of those things you eat once and that's kind of the show you know you try it again
1: hmm.
3: uh and then I get I've definitely become kind of more acquainted with like sushi so I've tried a million different kinds of sushi. Like the like, I've had puffer fish. That's that's a little weird. Like I've had some sort of shark. I think Pretty sure it was shark. I don't ask a lot of questions because it's Japan. Uh, <laughs> I just trust that I'm getting what I'm getting, and it comes out on a conveyor, so I don't. Yeah, you know, it's whatever.
0: Okay,
1: poison, poison, tasty fish. <laughs> I had to get that in there for the for the uh, the puffer fish. Yes. So did you did you have it really thinly, thinly sliced?
3: Wasn't anything special. Nothing. Nothing crazy. Like, if you if any more than that, it gets starts getting like a little more expensive. And I'm, hmm. I, I don't know. I don't. Really it. I just want to pay my sushi prices at the conveyor sushi. You know, a dollar <laughs> per two like a, a rolls, and just roll on with my life.
1: Hey, yeah, and and that's the thing is, you can go really, really high and expensive, or you can go like really cheap. Um, even though I've heard tell that Tokyo is a pretty expensive city in general, but um, have you have you been to any of these like little teeny tiny like uh, little stands that grill the meats and stuff like that, like down in the down in alleys and night markets and stuff like that? Oh
3: yeah, all those are all over the place. Like I, I so it's it's honestly anytime I'm out, I want to try those places, but. It's so much more cost efficient to just go into like a, a Lawson, a mini stop, Seven Eleven, uh, Family Mart, like one of those convenience and just stop, grab something to eat, and keep keep trucking. Because the, the food is, I mean, it's it's so good, it's so cheap. Like having a convenience store at every single uh, like corner is just so convenient.
0: Man, what? Yeah. Who well, would have thought? <laughs>
1: Well, and they con- their convenience stores. I watch a lot of YouTube, and I have I've gone down this rabbit hole. There's there's two of these Jap- J- Japan kind of travel channels that I watch, and one's called Abroad in Japan, which is this dude who was in English. He he went over there to teach English, and he just stayed. And there's this other guy, and I cannot remember his channel, but it's also kind of that kind of thing where he's in he's an American dude, and he's living over there. And they're just they just go around to all these these different places, but the convenience stores over there are insane.
3: It's it's honestly it it sort of blows my mind because like you can get like a you can get like a like a like a tuna mayonnaise roll. I mean, there there it's next to nothing. It's like a hundred and or something like that, which is like a dollar. So you get a pretty solid meal for like a dollar. I mean, it's 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 literally nothing, and they still and everything's so. So good, everything tastes good. There's nothing that's bad. Like it's all, it's all fresh. Yeah, you, know, you can get yakitori. You get like the chicken on a stick. And it's absolutely clutch.
1: So, what's the bourbon scene like over there? Because I know the the Japanese do like their whiskeys, and Japanese whiskey is. I've I've not really had it. Um, I don't know if you've heard or seen on the Instagrams or whatever. But we do now in Lexington have a sake. Uh, Mm -hmm. place that the dudes from ethereal opened called the void and uh but japanese whiskey is like a big thing so kind of what's the whiskey bourbon scene over there
3: seeing there's you can buy whiskey literally anywhere so centauri uh i guess centauri is probably the main one and there's a bunch of different like brands like off brands uh but as far as like as far as like American bourbon or whiskey, it's pretty much it's kind of slim pickings. But then there's some exclusive stuff. So there's all kinds of like Four Roses Premium you can get. Uh, Evan Williams Red Label. It's like thirty six dollars here, as opposed to like the hundred and like hundred bucks it is. It's a hundred
0: and thirty at the gift shop. It, yeah, yeah.
3: Literally thirty six dollars, and then uh, you can get like the thirteen year uh, Wild Turkey. That's like it's sort of popular right now. It's like a father son thing. It's here uh, as a different brand or as a different label, and uh, it's, it's fairly cheap. Uh, I haven't seen any Blanton's Black yet. I was actually was sort of surprised, but they've got Blanton's. You get regular old blends anytime, but as far as Blanton's Black goes, I haven't seen it anywhere yet. I've, I have definitely, I have definitely looked.
1: What about the, the Japanese whiskey, though? Have you had any of that? Like in comparison to, to what we produce here.
3: It's so bad. Really? I wish it wasn't so bad, though, but it's, it's so bad. It's like, I've had, uh, I've had Hakushu, uh, I've had, uh, Yamazaki, uh, and then I had Nika. So Nika by far is, by far the best, like, 100%. I would go, I would drink Nika over pretty much anything at this point, because they have, like, a brandy that's really good. They're, uh, just regular Nika whiskeys, probably the best of what I've had, uh, I don't know just the the other ones like they're okay just there's something missing it just it's sort of like a just it tastes it's better than scotch I give it that because I mean everyone knows my my thoughts and feelings about scotch I think it's (laughs) trash
1: get out get, get out just get, get get off get out get, get out, out. get out get out i haven't
2: heard nathan say something was trash in a real long time so that actually made me really happy just to hear him say it's trash <laughs> <laughs> i
3: i have really taken a break from even drinking bourbon really that much kids the setting is sort of weird here drinking it on base like i want to be able to sit down and enjoy it and in my room it's just i don't know it's not the same like i want to go to jake's cigar bar and like have a cigar, enjoy my whiskey, you know, some, like, good music. I can, I can do that here. I can actually technically sit here and, you know, but I can't have a cigar, obviously, in, in my room. It's, it's not allowed. But it's just the vibe is just it's just off. It's not the same.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: All so right. I've been definitely a lot more beer because beer, like, th- there's a little liquor store off base. Uh, it's where I go shopping for all, all my stuff. They have the best bourbon selection, whiskey like, uh, whiskey bourbon, uh, sake, wine beer, everything you possibly want is there. So I always go there buy all my stuff uh, and it's, it's far so beer has been the uh, been the go-to here lately.
2: What was it like of living there in Tokyo during the Olympics?
3: It was annoying because we couldn't go nowhere state of emergency was in effect. Military was like, oh you can't go downtown because fuck you basically. We don't want you to intermingle with I don't know, Olympians, whatever. I don't ask questions. I just, I just, I just live here. So <laughs> we couldn't, we couldn't really experience it. And that that kind of sucks. But right now, right now the uh, Paralympics, uh, like the, like they're here at Yokota Air Base currently. So I thought actually later, if I wake up in time, maybe we'll see. Uh, they're doing like a practice of the high school track, so I might go over there and like, I don't know, check it out and see. What they're, what that's what that's
1: like. Yeah, that's cool because the Paralympics is. I mean, yeah. I, I, what what can you say about it? Those those, awesome. those, those, those guys and gals are, are getting it done. Uh, yeah, that sucks because I really honestly thought that they might float you all some tickets before mm-hmm. they said no. You know, no uh, audience, mm-hmm. peoples or no spectators or whatever. Because I mean, what better people to float tickets to than you know, military base people.
3: Basically, I feel like at any, with any opportunity that the U.S. could possibly have and that the Japanese government could have, they would float us a big fuck you before they would float us any kind of a ticket, honestly. Because we really get the, we really get the share and the stick half the time. Because it's cool being over here and everything, but we really, like as far as, since I've been here, uh, like COVID's really just sort of messed up everything, and mm-hmm. it makes it—it it just makes makes it difficult because I want to go explore. I want to—I want to see things, but you're real—you're real limited on what you can do. So, potato, potato, tomato, potato, whatever, you know.
1: So you yes, said it is what it is. I'm sorry I'm asking all the questions over here but I, I got a bunch of them um, so you said that you know you're you're kind of more into beer now That they got a craft beer scene over there I feel like I watched a video of one of these these people that I'm um, into in Japan on the YouTubes that they went to like a craft beer place in Japan but I can't remember where it was to I mean because
3: technically therefore most of the time we weren't allowed to go like they weren't selling, they're currently not selling alcohol in Tokyo at all. So you can't go to a, a restaurant or no bars are open, no breweries wow. are open. Nothing's open. It's COVID. It's, it's all because of COVID. It's the whole COVID thing. So it sucks. Yeah. It's, it's straight ashes for me. Uh, so during the time they were open and we were allowed to go, I went to two, two Uh One was in Shibuya and their beer was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I drank way too much craft beer here in japan super expensive how much like 14, how? it's like 14 so it's 1400 yen for 500 mls
1: how much is that in american dollars
0: i think you said it was like what 12 bucks like, or something
3: just buying like a, a pint can uh is like 1200 yen so that that equates after tax that's close to that's close to 12 it's like roughly 11 and 60 some odd cents i think after tax uh so if you brewery though everything's more expensive because you don't tip, right? Uh, and then there's tax. So tax tax is high, and then you don't tip. So the beer is just more expensive. But uh, the one in Shibuya, I had four of their beers, and then they have uh, guest beers. So every brewery here has like six to eight core core flagship beers, and then they just have guest beers for the rest because we got a. There's a lot of California stuff here, <laughs> a lot of California beer. That
0: makes sense, though. It does. It's, it's not too far away. Yeah.
3: The craft beer here, though, it is it is good. Like, I, as far as like comparable to the us, I'd say it's as good, if not better. Uh, so it's it's pretty solid. But definitely the uh, the imported craft beer that they do have is better than the craft beer that's made here in Japan. So.
1: That's still cool that they got a craft beer scene of their own going on, though, because, you know, that's that's just one of those things like I just have never thought of the Japanese as big beer drinkers. Obviously, whiskey, sake, even scotch is super popular over there, even though I know you think it's trash. But (laughs) (laughs) the bottom line is I've never I guess because, you know, they have a couple of of exports that they do that are kind of like the big time. What with the um, what starts with an S? I want to say I want to say Sbarro, but that is not correct because that's the <laughs> pizza place in the mall. Um,
3: uh, it's like S A P P. Yeah, 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 S-A-P-R-O. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: Saparo Sbarro, see Sabaro, Saparo I, I was, I was yeah. close. I was close. Yes, yeah, Saparo Yes, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah you can get a Sagi in the U.S., but it's it's really super trash. Like it's so bad. I'm sure. It's so bad. But actually, it's funny because what what they like the most isn't even beer. It's not sake. It's, it's it's not whiskey. What they like the most is chuhas.
1: What the hell is that? You,
3: have you got – let me just show you real quick. Okay. Because you – because I want you to understand I don't know if you've ever seen anything like this before or not. So this, this is a chuhas.
1: Okay. If
3: you've ever seen this.
1: Nope.
3: So it's – it's, it's not uh, it's not like a malt beverage like Smirnoff or something like that. It is shoju. So it's it's like a Korean sake sort of.
0: Oh, interesting.
3: So they make it with shoju, so it's uh, and it will. It's only five percent alcohol, right? But it's basically like a fruit, and it's like it tastes like carbonated fruit and vodka. Is what it tastes like, but it will absolutely destroy you. (laughs) Basically, the first I don't know month, month and a half I was here because I was obsessed. I was like, "Oh, these are great!" Like the alcohol taste is not that bad, like, and they just mess you up, straight destroy you. Uh, and that's what they love the most. They love like Chuhas, like military personnel, Japanese nationals two eyes that's like that's the go-to
0: interesting, oh, that is interesting. interesting. i mean i'd try yeah. i'm into it so
1: i got another question if nobody well, else does i mean are <laughs> we no, good okay. Go ahead. okay Let's i'll ask mine some. and yeah. i swear this will be my last one and Whatever. then renee you can ask your couple yeah. so what is it like um can you get around fairly okay without you know being fluent in japanese
3: so <laughs> i only know very few things like uh like Ohio gozaimasu is like, uh, it's like, uh, uh, good morning, thank you, or something like that. Uh, obviously, like, Arigato gozaimasu is like, uh, thank you very much, but it's more of like casual. Uh, like, most of the time, it's context clues. It's a lot of context clues. So when you're at 7 Eleven and they, they'll point to where, whatever, like, whatever they're about to do, they'll, they'll, they'll point at it. So if they want you know, if you, Want to microwave or your food? They'll, they'll point at the microwave. They want a bag. They'll go, they go like this, and they say, "Did you want the bag?" And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> I'll take a bag." I will go above and beyond to try to figure out what you're saying, sure, or I'll use Google Translate.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: One way or the other, I'll figure it out.
0: Heck yeah, that's the perfect setting for that. I feel yeah. Like that. All right. What are your questions yeah. right um,
2: now? Two, two questions, and and I'll, I'll I'll be done with my questions. So. Kf- KFC is supposed to be completely different over there than what it is here. Have you been to KFC and tried some different stuff <laughs> than what they had carry here on the menu? It's
3: not that much different here. Uh, it's better here. It's a lot better here. But as far as, like, being different, I wouldn't say it's that much different. You get pretty much the same things. Uh, in the past, apparently here, like, KFC has had different things available. Uh as far as what's available currently, they use like some sort of like roasted soy sauce, uh, some sort of roasted like teriyaki sauce. There's all these different kinds of sauces, but as far as like the chicken itself and how it, how it mm-hmm. tastes, it's pretty much the same. It's pretty much. I, uh, them, and McDonald's. McDonald's has probably more of a broad menu. KFC, the KFCs I've seen, they don't have like a broad menu. McDonald's has a much larger selection of things so that you know you can get like a shrimp burger uh they put eggs on everything here like in japan people love eggs what's the problem egg salad uh eggs on burgers i've eaten so much egg salad i've been here i swear to god i smelled like eggs for like a week they they just love egg salad here for whatever and whatever reason
1: i love their sandwiches because they're so neat and they cut off the crusts and they're just these neat little little sandwiches right
3: it's so convenient and they're probably like they're like maybe $2 for, like, a uh, a really good quality egg salad sandwich. And the ones I always get have uh, ham, boiled eggs, egg salad, and mayonnaise. And then it comes with a third triangle. It's a, I, I call it the bonus triangle. Uh, and it's got <laughs> ham, lettuce, and, like, onion mayonnaise sauce. And it's great. It's the greatest thing of all time. And it's only, like, I think 270 in. So that after tax, that equates to, like, Two dollars and forty cents, maybe. Oh wow! So oh, that's
2: relative. nice. That's nice. Okay, when do when are you coming home?
3: That's a that's a crazy question. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> how we would typically come home would be on like a rotator. So the Air Force has a rotator that brings people to and from Japan to like Alaska or like to Seattle to Seattle. I'm sorry. So you go from like Seattle to Japan, Seattle to Japan, like Japan to Seattle, and it just goes back and forth all the time. Uh, that's typically how we would do that. But right now, it's only reserved for people that are PCSing in and PCSing out. So it's people that are leave coming and going uh, until they open up uh, environmental leave, I think is what it's called. Uh, we won't be able to do that. So I'll have to actually like purchase a ticket, and tickets right now are fairly expensive. Uh, they're like twelve between, depending depending on how much of a layover you're willing to accept. They're somewhere between like nine hundred dollars and like fourteen hundred dollars.
2: Yikes! Mm. So
3: I'm not willing to pay for that just yet. Although there is like a grant that you can get. That's like uh, if you've not if you've not went home and this is your first duty uh, duty station. They give you like a thousand dollars if you're coming from overseas, so oh. it's a it's a good opportunity. So I've I've been kicking that around a little bit. So I was hoping to come home in the fall. Honestly, I was hoping to come home in like a couple of months, but it's uh, probably not going to hit that mark this time.
1: You're on an Air Force base. You can't jump a get a jump seat on a C-130 or something like that
3: probably going to uh, actually i will probably be coming back to the u.s but it won't be for a visit it'll probably be for work so Uh. i think there's like there's uh, so we call them we call them trips uh the army probably would call them i guess deployments Mm -hmm. but our our trips uh our trips are like only tdy's which is like a temporary deployment like 90 days or less so if it's more than three months it's considered a, a deployment but for us uh only TDYs. We don't deploy, technically.
2: When you do come home, what is the first thing that you want to eat when you come home?
3: Man, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, That's that's actually a good question. I'd probably get... uh, That's tough. That's actually kind of tough because I can't... At the moment, nothing... So, we... We kind of have like everything on base technically because like we have a Chili's which mm-hmm. is like a real broad spectrum. You get anything at Chili's, you know, sure. uh, like a Burger King, Oz, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, like you know the whole kit and caboodle. And this place called Charlie's it's absolute ass cheeks. I hate eating there because it always makes me feel like shit. But <laughs> we have anything you want. Uh, I wouldn't mind I have like I don't know Red Lobster probably. I'd probably like to eat some Red Lobster. That'd probably be a slap. Because we have Red Lobster here. Uh, but they, they just put too much fucking mayonnaise on it. I don't want that much mayonnaise on my stuff. They put mayonnaise on everything.
1: mm uh, mm-hmm. nah, Lobster. Ain't, mm-mm, that ain't for me.
0: I'm into it. No. Nah, pass. Mm-hmm.
3: If you've seen how much mayonnaise was on this lobster tail, I was like, I thought it was cheese. I'm like, that's like they put cheese on a lobster <laughs> tail. But I was digging <laughs> But
0: I'm I think
1: I think that actually kind of leads us into our, our uh, podcast question for the week.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were talking about sushi earlier and your uh, all your favorite sushi rolls. Mm-hmm. So now it's time for America and maybe Japan's favorite segment too. I don't know. Sure, maybe why not? Maybe after today. It's time for our hinky <laughs> podcast question. So because we have Nate joining us from Japan, um, Carrie actually came up with this one. She thought it would be a good idea to ask a sushi question. And she wasn't wrong. So we decided to make it a yes or no question, so here we go. We want to know, do you like sushi? If you do, let us know what your favorite roll is. So let's go around the table here and we'll talk about if we like it or not, what our favorite one is. So uh, Carrie, what's about you?
1: So I'm all about the sushis. I love the sushi. I love nigiri, I love sashimi, I love all of it. But if we're talking rolls... I'm all about the Boston roll because it doesn't have any of that mayonnaise crap on it. It doesn't have any <laughs> eel sauce on it. And then it's got the little piece of salmon on the top of each roll. And it's delicious. It's absolutely delicious. But yeah, I'm all, you know, I'm not so much on the fried rolls. That crab rangoon roll with Malone's is decent right but, talking shit about my but i'm sorry that steak <laughs> that that new york steak roll that they have is not sushi because sushi is fish yeah i, I mean i'm sorry but th- that's the truth so i'm not so much into the fried rolls i hate anything covered in that mayonnaise that's garbage but the boston roll is clean and it's very nice and i order it every almost every time i go to drake's
0: nice i too enjoy some sushi um Getting more adventurous with the the raw fish and stuff, um, but I mean, I pretty much try any of it. I feel like I like a good rainbow roll or a Las Vegas roll. Well, rainbow
1: um, roll's good because it's got it's got the fish on top too. Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, but crab rangoon roll is after my heart. I mean, I just love it so, <laughs> love it so. I know it's trash, I know it, but I'm a trash human, so let me have it. So let me have it. All right, Renee, we know your answer, but say it anyway.
2: Yeah, when they uh text me in the group text and we was talking about sushi, you all got the puking emoji back. Su- seafood is not my jam at all and definitely not sushi, so I'm a no go on that.
0: Yeah, but you've had we've had like the California roll without the crab in it before though, haven't we? Mm-hmm. I thought we had that, at, like a veggie roll or something at mm-hmm. Malones or something.
1: Well, and te- and they do, and I pointed this out to Renee, and mm-hmm. I said I would count it because I know she doesn't do seafood or no. especially raw seafood for whatever reason, because freaking delicious. She's weird. But the bottom line is there are dessert sushis out there. I'd be willing uh, to try that dessert are like sushi. fruit rolls and like mm-hmm. rice crispy rolls. It, kind of in name only because they look like a sushi roll, right? Yeah. And, yeah.
0: They, and they make the veggie ones too and they're pretty good. That's true. Yeah. 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 Uh we, you got a favorite Nate? I can't remember if you said your favorite or not.
3: So, my favorite, my favorite roll as far as a sushi like a sushi roll yeah. is Tsukaki sushi and I think it's yeah, Busagi Sushi, and it's a Lion King roll, and it's 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 just a big mess of things. <laughs> it's like asparagus, uh, salmon, uh and maybe cucumber. It's just got a bunch of stuff in it, and it's it's everything I ever wanted, uh, and it's my favorite thing as far as going uh, as go, Because here, as like you can, you can go to a specialty sushi place, but it's it's also expensive. It's not cheap. So oh, conveyor right. sushi mm-hmm. is the cheap way to go, if you way to go. But if you want something more, uh like i don't know more fancy uh, it's going to cost a lot more but a lot of places still won't ditty your sushi up like that it'll still be it's more of like the quality so the more you pay more more of the times instead of getting like more of a fancy roll you're going to get a better quality of fish uh better quality like the way a better quality cut uh that's pretty much it though but as far as here like sushi that i've had here uh Anything that's got salmon on it is an automatic go-to. It's like I'll just pile up all the different, because there's 15 different, there's like fatty salmon, it's like regular salmon, marinated salmon, there's a million different kinds of salmon that you can get in like a nigiri style, Uh, and then probably, probably all, any of the shrimps, like all the shrimps, any of the tunas, like all the tunas, Uh, mackerel's pretty good. Uh, white fish, pretty good. Uh, yeah, it, there's not, there's nothing bad. You can't get anything bad. It's all good. So
1: I know you're totally into the conveyor conveyor belt sushi, and I'm I'm for that. I'm all about the conveyor belt sushi just because you get to sit there and grab things that come down the line. But have you been to any any of these these sushi restaurants where you just sit down and the chef like you don't even ask for anything, they just make it and put it in front of you and you eat it.
3: A lot of those places right now, uh, most of those places are like in downtown Tokyo. And a lot, I don't know how it works, but somehow the places that can close are closed because they're the Japanese government pays them X amount of dollars per day to close their restaurants. So it's not like, I don't know how it works in the U.S., I don't know how the whole, how like restaurants are making it work. I don't know if they're, if, I don't know if the U.S. government pays anybody. I don't think they do, but oh, yeah. I know the Japanese government is paying up to it. I feel like I've heard a $1,000 a day just to close because they, they want people to close. They don't want businesses to be open. Sure. You're probably spending more money being open than if you were just to close your doors. So, yeah. a lot of places just aren't open.
0: Oh, okay. That's fair. That's a good thing to have. All right. So... We got that out of the way, so let's look at our social media answers. I got a lot from Facebook, mm-hmm. so let's kick it off with uh, our friend Lauren. Uh, Love sushi. The big fancy rolls are great, but a simple little tuna roll is perfect. Uh, Robert said, nope, not for me. That's fair. Um, Jeff, well, he said beer, but then mm-hmm. he came back and said, but oh. also monkey avocado from oh. Sushi Blues my jam." <laughs> um ellen said las vegas roll the fried kind not adventurous enough for the raw kind patty said not a big fan um my cousin nick read a long one but it's good as a farm-raised old country boy i can say that good fresh sushi is one of the most amazing foods i have ever discovered outside of my raising I have been lucky enough to experience sushi in Japan, and several op- there are several options in Lex that approach that quality. I prefer yellowfin tuna and salmon sashimi.
1: Bravo, mm. sir. I will say bravo yes. to that for getting out of your comfort zone and trying something and realizing you liked it.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, my cousin Nick is probably six foot five anyways. weighs probably 400 pounds and he went to japan for like a month or two for work several years ago and he was literally like big in japan like <laughs> like japanese people were taking pictures with him he had tons of pictures <laughs> with like all of them taking pictures with him just showing how like how much bigger he was and everybody and it was hilarious so but yeah that's awesome i am also proud of him Bravo. Um, my mom said i love spicy california roll and crab rangoon roll just can't do the raw stuff And then Paula said, I love sushi. Malone's has great sushi and blue sushi is good, too. So there's blue sushi and then there's sushi blue. And it's like
1: it's very confusing. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: because they're not interchangeable. They're two different places, but whatever. Um, Okay, so on Instagram and Twitter, uh, I got answers, but I also ran a poll. So on Instagram, we got 64 percent. Yes. Thirty six percent. No, that seems accurate. Um, at living and loving Lex said, "I love sushi of all kinds, especially with spicy mayo." So not Ooh. Carrie's favorite. <laughs> uh, yeah, the next I was one say was you got a
2: face from Nate on that one too. <laughs>
0: well, the next one was actually Nate's, but he already said it. The blue sushi uh, Saki Grill has Lion King roll that straight bucks. Um, at KC124 said, "Not too picky, but I love a rainbow roll or a spicy California." At Dr. Melissa Carver said, all of it. At Bluegrass Blog said, rainbow roll, spicy tuna, or crunchy shrimp tempura. Hit me with the pickle of ginger and wasabi. At For Real Cheesecakes said, yes, I love sushi. I'm a sucker for fresh, crispy veggie rolls with plenty of panko and eel sauce. And Hebsey Ann said, yes, <laughs> salmon and tuna sashimi are my favorites with lots of good wasabi. And then on Twitter, uh, ran another poll. Um Heck Yeah was twenty seven percent and Yuck No was seventy three percent, which honestly that's what I expect from Twitter. Get so. out, Twitter. And then um one person so. commented, C Note KY said spicy tuna roll, especially for Masuka or Aqua.
1: Yeah, and, and I I know him, so he's he's cool. He's legit. Yeah, he's cool. But uh yeah, Twitter, this is this is why I'm done with you, Twitter. This is why I, ha- I have I have half quit you because you're wrong.
0: Me too. I have uh, Carrie's been Zen quitting Twitter, and I also am joining the Zen quitting revolution. So let's uh, run around the table, talk about what we've been drinking. What have you been drinking on, Nate?
3: It's a uh, <clears throat> cucumber lime hard seltzer from modern times in California. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's 630 yen at my local honey hole, and it is just okay. It's <laughs> vegan, all natural. <laughs>
0: Well, that's fair. I mean, you didn't pay very much for it, so. and it's from
1: California. So, what do you expect? Yeah, yeah.
0: Much honestly, you shouldn't expect too much, Renee, no. Were you drinking something? I didn't no, see
2: anything. no, I didn't have time to stop and get anything on the way
0: in. Well, that's your fault.
2: Well, it's not, I'm just joking. Not exactly. <laughs> it's my fault. Because, I forgot to tell you, Nate. I'm so I'm so glad that you're on because you can join us in saying a little early happy birthday to Miss Carrie.
1: Yes, she's
2: giving a damn.
1: Boo! We
2: got you something that we think that you will enjoy. Lord,
1: what the hell is this? I don't even know. Oh my! Right, open it, it up and look like, well, Hold on, because yeah. I'm trying to b- still be on the mic and get have my hands full. And oh my! Oh, this is a good gift. I can I can see it. Um, is this from Gray's AK? Yes. Oh, this is lovely. Thank you very much. This is a beautiful, beautiful meat and cheese.
2: Charcuterie box, box.
1: yes, thank you from Gray's AK, who is just absolutely fabulous. Uh, I see it has meat roses, which thank you very much. I made sure they were very (laughs) happy with this. I'm very, thank you, thank you, thank you very much, thank you. I really appreciate this.
0: All right, well. What are you drinking on there, Carrie, to celebrate?
1: Okay, them? so in honor of Nate being on the model. show, well, there wasn't very much Not left sure. in it because we killed most of it on BABO <laughs> on Sunday. But uh, Nate, I don't know if, if you've seen this yet. I don't know. if Can you see it? So this is the Jim Beam Single Barrel Select Batch. It's the Black Label. This stuff is delicious. It's here in the States. It's 25 bucks a bottle, and it is fabulous.
3: Oh, I, i've had that is that uh you say that's the distiller select
1: it's the single barrel
3: it's a selected batch on the side yeah yeah i've had the i've had the uh distiller select and it's like 20 bucks yep. and, or twenty 25 each longer it's like uh, instead of 4 it's like five or six maybe five or six or so. but jim Dean be uh be hitting though that's for sure
1: it's a it's a fabu- it's a fabulous product and if you whenever you come back to the States you should try to find it and load up because it's not only is it cheap, but it is delicious.
0: Nice. Nice. And then I had a um, Brooklyn Bel Air Air Sour, which is a dry hopped mm. sour ale and a, a personal faby, it's a good summer drinker. Uh, this is maybe only the second or third one I've had all summer, but, uh, it's always a good go-to. So if you like sour ales or like an overly tart ale, would recommend. really like anything from Brooklyn Brewery, really, so.
1: Oh, Brooklyn Brewery's great. That's fabulous, fabulous, fabulous.
0: Heck yeah, so check it out. All right. Well, Nate, thanks for staying up super late and being on with us. I know you've been working all night, so we appreciate you much, Lee. hmm
3: just a couple of closing things uh, about uh, about Japan that I forgot to mention. Yeah. Uh, everybody here everybody smokes. Uh, everybody in Japan, everybody smokes. It's it's the weirdest thing. Uh, there's no cigarette butts around, so whatever whatever they're doing, uh, US needs to hop on board because <laughs> like <laughs> there are none here in Japan.
2: Interesting.
3: So I, like that. And then everybody drinks at all times of the day here. So yeah. you'll you'll see anytime there's no there are no uh, open carry laws that so you can drink anywhere anytime you fucking like it. Uh, so you see people walking around with a with a can of ibisu or like a chuha, just any time of the day, and I think that's great. I think mean, that's a great thing.
0: But it's pretty sick. So
1: whenever things finally open back up, you gotta go to a karaoke bar and tell us about it,
3: man. I have been trying to for so long. now. <laughs> one day, how many times? Um, there's literally one right off base, and it's not been it's not been open the whole time. As soon as I can, I will I will document it down to the T, and I will give you guys the scoop.
0: Excellent, thank you. Sounds good. All right, well, tell everybody where they can find you in case I forgot on the internets.
3: Uh, if you wanna, if you wanna look me up on the on the Instagrams, it's uh, the Beard of Bourbonaire on uh, Instagram and Facebook. I don't use Facebook as much anymore because I really don't like Facebook that much. Uh, I think it's trash. And then if you wanna look up uh, Nate Foschigotti on Untapped, uh, I've been recording all kinds of beers on Untapped, and I think I think my I think my reviews are probably some of the funniest. Uh, so. <laughs>
0: i would guarantee it yes i'll go through and check them out for sure all righty well you can find our podcast on the twitters and the instagrams at hungry and ky you can email us at hungry and ky gmail.com you can find our little show every other tuesday or wednesday uh wherever it is that you find podcasts so where you find the blog at renee
2: uh, Facebook and Instagram under Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats on Twitter BB and Eats and on uh, the World Wide Web at BB and
0: And then where do we find you at Carrie?
1: On occasion at GRLS Beer Sports <laughs> on the Twitters. Uh, you know, I, I Nate, I'm with you. Facebook is absolute trash. I still post every week, you know, that we've done a new episode or whatever on the Facebook, but honestly, in terms of my personal Facebook, screw that and you're going to get some birthday snark on the facebook (laughs) coming up on saturday so stay tuned you can also find us on instagram and wherever good podcasts are free
0: all righty well thanks again for listening to hungry in kentucky and as always stay hungry kentucky